Good morning. This is Thursday, June 12, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on this morning's front page. GOP fears infighting will take its toll. Iraq militants pushing south aim at the capital, and Iraq said to seek U.S. strikes on insurgents. In today's national headlines, once snubbed, Brat turns tables on Cantor. Voters contend Cantor forgot his Virginia roots, and two threatened with removal by Mormons over campaign. In today's business headlines, Europe investigates tax deals for global firms. Golfers' role in stock trade said to be overstated, and banks fear commodities as collateral missing in China. The Dow was down 102 points yesterday. There will be more business news, more national and international stories, too, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. And now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington, D.C. by Jonathan Martin. GOP fears infighting will take its toll. The sudden and decisive fall of the House Majority Leader Eric Cantor of Virginia at the hands of a conservative primary opponent tore open divisions among Republicans Wednesday. Cantor's 11-point loss to David Bratt, a college economics professor, occurred just when party leaders were beginning to believe they'd finally extinguished the Tea Party versus establishment civil war. The upset will push Republicans to the right, almost certainly end any prospect for an immigration overhaul this year, and empower hardliners like Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, who believe the Republican Party has not kept faith with a vocal base that demands unflinching opposition to President Obama. What the Republican establishment and the Chamber of Commerce don't understand is that there's a large element of America that wants a fight, said former Speaker Newt Gingrich. That fury will ensure a gridlocked capital for at least the rest of this year and perhaps for the remainder of Obama's presidency. It also raises new doubts about Washington's ability to conduct the most basic functions of government, suggesting the possibility of another round, or rounds, of brinksmanship on funding the government. Should Republicans take control of the Senate and retain the House this November, even these most fundamental acts could prove difficult due to fear among Republican members that any hint of cooperation with the president will encourage a primary challenge. After all, Cantor had sought to block the so-called fiscal grand bargain negotiated by Obama and Speaker John Boehner. Party strategists said even the narrowest openings left in a polarized city to compromise had all but vanished. Republican members of the Senate and House are going to be extraordinarily skittish about taking risks, said the Republican pollster Glenn Bolger. All it takes is one high-profile crash, and nobody wants to fly on airplanes for a while, and that's what's happened. For some Republicans looking at the next presidential campaign, however, Cantor's defeat at the hands of an opponent who assailed him for being open to an immigration overhaul could have even more damaging impact. Even as party officials debated how significant a factor immigration was in Virginia, the fear that addressing it could alienate the party base may prevent any action on immigration legislation in the next two years. That could leave Republican presidential contenders with a significant disadvantage as they face an increasingly diverse electorate in 2016. There's no doubt there will be a chilling effect among those who use this as anecdotal evidence on immigration, 
particularly in the House caucus, said Mike Murphy, a Republican strategist and one of the closest advisors to Jeb Bush, the former governor of Florida. That, he says, is the big danger.